Welcome to the Rebel Influencer Podcast with me, your host, Leona Burton. In a world where conformity often reigns supreme, I am here to spotlight the rebels, the people who are changing the game. This podcast is brought to you by Peaks Private Members Club, the very place to be for successful entrepreneurs scaling past six figures, those people who are looking for long-lasting connections. At Peaks, founded by Nicola Peak, they specialize in breakthrough business and social events that go beyond the ordinary. It's a place where successful entrepreneurs come together to experience transformative mastermind sessions, receive unique mentoring, and build long-lasting relationships with peers on the same growth journey. Stay with us to the very end for an exclusive Peaks offer. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to the Rebel Influencers show with me, Leona Burton. And today I'm joined by what I can only describe as a force. Like this woman is energetic. She's sassy. She's sexy. She's fabulous. She's intelligent. She's successful. I saw her on stage. I was like, I need to be in this woman's life and her circle and her energy because she has all levels of vibes. You, my lady, are something else. Can I just tell you? (laughs) You, my lady, are way too kind. Thank you so much for that lovely intro. You bounced onto the stage like a force I've never seen before. And I've seen a lot of speakers in my time, obviously. And you really do have something about you. And I absolutely was drawn to energy. And I couldn't remember anything that you said other than the fact you made me feel amazing. You were just a force. And I think that that's what really drew me to you. And I needed to have you here. So, Rosalia, tell us a little bit about you because you're a ledge. And everybody needs to know about you. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. If everyone has tuned in to this amazing podcast and show that I've only just discovered in my life, I don't know how you and I did not grow up together as best friends, but um, here we are. We, we have, we've got to catch up on good times. We um, yes, thank you, Leona, for having me on the show because, uh, yeah, as you say, um, I, I did a keynote speech and that's how we met. Um, but for those of you who don't know me, I'm Rosalia Lazaratilli, the founder and CEO of Manuka Media. Manuka Media is a digital marketing and personal branding agency. I'm also a podcast host myself, uh, championing women in typical like male trades. Um, I'm also a number one best-selling author, which feels really Woo! weird. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That is a new title I've added to my uh, LinkedIn CV. But yes, it's real. What's that? <laughs> to your repertoire. It gets repertoire. very long. Like, yes. mentor, coach, trainer, da, 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 all the things. Love it. That's what I'm, I'm here for all the things. I've never been a, um, I've, I've always been a, I, I don't like to say this terminology, but it's true, like a jack of all trades. I've been a very well-rounded character. Like I can do almost anything, take my hand to anything. I've never like done that one thing because I just want to absorb everything about life. I just want to take it all and, you know, not leave anything on the table. So, you know, I was like, do you know what? I think I should do a book. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a book. So I did a book. And then I was like, yeah, I think I want to do a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a podcast. And often like I get an idea in my head that I want to do something. And I often, my mum is the first to hear about it. And then 48 hours later, she'll call me. She'll be like, Roz, that 
thing you said. I've been thinking. I was like, oh, yeah, don't worry, mum. I've already set it up. And she's like, Ross, I haven't even slept since she told me about it. She's like, how have you already done it? Like, I don't get it. So, yeah, so the book's out there, the podcast's out there. Um, obviously, as you know, I'm a keynote speaker. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm here me. for it all. So let's rewind a little bit. So Rosalia, as a little person, I can only imagine she was fabulous, all levels of fabulousness. <laughs> Is that a question or is that, I don't know. I mean, was... I mean, it's a statement and a question. So what was growing up with you like? Oh, uh, oh my gosh. Um, well, I start by saying to people that English is my second language. So I wasn't, I wasn't born here in the UK. I was born in Sicily in Italy. And then obviously my life is completely different or I imagine it is very different to what it could have been in Italy. So very, very different upbringing to what the, the teaching and the education system was like over there from a home and school perspective versus what opportunities England has brought me. So I can only let my parents answer that for you. But what they have said is I've always been, you know, very energetic from a young from a young age. And I always loved studying and like reading and, and people. I, I, I was definitely ahead of my years. Like I was always hanging around with adults and, you know, I was always able to make conversation with um, much older people. So when it, I came to the UK, going from this, you know, sassy Sicilian little girl who was basically eight going on to 18, um, I had to, I kind of withdrew a bit. So or the, you know this bouncy, energetic uh, girl that you used to perhaps see in Italy, kind of got withdrawn slightly when I get, came into the UK because I couldn't speak the language, and so I wasn't able to express myself. And I remember this very, very vivid incident at school where um, I went to hug a teacher. So you can imagine I'm at I'm at school all day, and I have no idea what anyone's saying. Um, there's literally no one there that can translate, so I just have to sit there and, and learn and um, a teacher would take me out like you know away from the rest of the class and they would kind of just do the exercises with me one by one but still fully in English so I would just, I was not able to understand anything but that person I grew really fond of them and I was like oh they're you know they're looking after me in a classroom where no one gets me and I don't get them they were really looking after me and I remember in you know true Italian style at the end of the day I went to hug this teacher and you know, like the old, the old like Italian two kisses and things like that. Yeah. And the teacher actually withdrew and and physically drew back and kind of distanced themselves from me because I think you know, obviously from a legal perspective, they didn't want to be seen to hug and kiss children. Um, I don't think that was approved in this culture. So yeah, that's what it was like growing up. It was like me trying to find my my place in a new setting in a new environment you know who am I you know I was constantly trying to like reinvent myself um and I guess that's why today maybe maybe that's why I'm not going to psychoanalyze myself but maybe that's why I'm so bold and big and unapologetic because I'm like you know what I don't know what works you know this doesn't work here that doesn't work there who what am I meant to do so I, I can only just be myself yeah, absolutely. And that definitely comes through, I think, when you speak and, and just even when you're not speaking in your energy, it's very much this is who I am, this is what I'm about, and I own my authentic self. And this podcast really for me has always been about highlighting the quote unquote rebels within society, those people that are just truly living for 
for what it is that they are true to and you know it's it's about being a good person of course but it's also about owning your your own your own strengths and also your weaknesses and owning those two because we all have them and just kind of living fully and being very present in what we do and learning along the way and enjoying all of the things and for me you embody that and watching you for just a very short period of time but actually watching you you evolve and you own the new things that you're doing and the new experiences and watching the way that your business is growing and it's been very empowering to me and I feel like I'm a pretty empowered person so you have you have this light that in my opinion needs to be shared with the whole world Um, and I am on a mission I am totally your biggest fan girl crush hashtag just saying over here so um yeah I mean what so you 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 know, you had this childhood, you kind of came through some challenges, being obviously English not being your, your first language, which is amazing, by the way, just to, I mean, I'm trying to learn Spanish, and it's going in one ear and out the other. I mean, just the retention is just not quite there anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a challenge in itself. So you overcame that and you smashed it and you honestly, you, I mean, it's amazing. So you are this sassy Sicilian woman. And I feel that you know evident coming out of your pores you start to move into your career what does that look like for you so the career took different avenues because I came from a lingual background so I had to learn from Italian English then I got a knack for it so I started learning um, Spanish as well so I can help you there Um, (laughs) I started learning Spanish then I learned German so I got really really good at languages and I think that was just from the insane passionate passion to want to speak to as many people as possible to be able to communicate coming from that lack of communication I just got really good at communication started speaking all different languages so that there was never that barrier because you know that that personal connection we have with people is what we live for as humans it's that connectivity and there's nothing better than saying hello or someone's name in their language so I really had this insane passion for different cultures and understanding different people and so my career started started out as a translator, started out as a teacher. I had um, previous business that I started years ago um, was being a private language tutor. So I did that for a while. So it was very much down like the teacher route. Um, So a, a golden thread across all my industries and all my jobs that I've had, there's definitely been that underlining tone of communication, people connection, and also teaching. And then it completely transformed. I'm going to give you just like the really short version. That is what probably a lot of people feel. You get into a job, you're like, oh, I think I can do this. And then you're like, oh, is this it? Like, is this what I'm meant for? Like, I can't just wake up to this. Like, this can't be it for the rest of my life. So I kept feeling like I was stuck in a job that was a dead-end job and that although I was really good at it it was just like day in day out you know machine like just do this do that and mostly my career has been around sales um and business development because I was always really good at building relationships and you know developing accounts and you know growing businesses so I just needed more and then Gosh, throw in there. I'm sure your audience can, you probably have a lot of people is tuning in from this background, but throw in there a bit of network marketing that I did. Um, so I did that. I did obviously some part, uh, part-time businesses. Um, 
And then when I got into financial services, which is more like my latter career, I got into financial services in 2015, um, completely new to the whole sector, to the whole industry. I didn't even have my own mortgage at the time. So I didn't even know what I was talking about, like loan to values and mortgages and, you know, loans. Um, but I, I took to it really, really nicely, started building up my career, you know, as they teach you, you know, go to school, get good grades, mm-hmm. get, get a good job and work your way up the ladder. And that's what I was doing. But I kept ignoring or playing with this idea of being my own boss and being an entrepreneur I kept playing with that idea um but it was I was battling there was that that internal battle between me and that venture um until I got made redundant in the pandemic so that's how I'm here today because I was working for a bank um a job that I was actually enjoying so I was like finally I'm you know I feel like I found my place Uh uh-uh the universe had other plans for me and I was followed and then made redundant. And then that's how Manuka Media was born. Wow. So talk to us a little bit about Manuka Media, because firstly, the branding is sexy AF. Um, <laughs> what do you actually do with Manuka? Who do you help? Right. So um, Manuka Media is, like I said, a digital marketing and personal branding agency. We do everything about bringing your own voice to life and your own brand to life so it can be starting out as simple as designing a little logo or a big full bullet blown brand with like color palettes and websites and you know photography video everything that you need to confidently feel like you can express your truest self and that's what we are passionate about on Manuka Media that's why you love uh, my branding because I live and breathe it because I love it you know imagine being in love with everything about your branding some people hide their logo some people are like oh god please don't visit my website it needs you know it's under maintenance or you know they're not really in tune with their brand and that's what we love to give people is that confidence that they can go out there and typically we work with uh, freelancers coaches now on social media my strategy and my main kind of marketing angle is to um deliver my services for financial advisors. So if you were to check me out on social media, it's all about uh, my niche, which is financial services. But that's what we teach other businesses as well, whether they are a coach or in HR or they're a plumber. We teach them to find their niche and actually market themselves so effectively to that niche that they become a key person of influence. So we take a brand voice and we say, right, how, where do you want to stand out? Where do you want to ruffle some feathers? Where do you want to be seen as an an icon or as a key person of influence? So it's not for the masses. We're looking for those one or two individuals out there who are really making some noise in their industry. That's who we help. I absolutely love that. So you are very hands-on with your brands, I presume. You're in there, you're digging through, you're getting to know those brands and you're working towards the end goal, which is always the plan. You actually, not physically, but you remind me of um, the lead role in, have you seen Working Mums? Oh, oh. Um, is there two versions? Is there like number one and two? 
you know what? No, I haven't. I think so I'm working on series. It's, 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 it's like six series, and honestly, it's a, it's a marketing agency. She, this woman runs a marketing agency, and she is all levels of fabulous. Now, it just focus on the mom element, but it is hilarious, and it's not only written by her, but it's produced by her, and she is the lead role, which just blows my mind. And honestly, the the if you love marketing, you'll love it because the creativity in there is amazing. And I, if I wasn't doing what I do now. I'd love to go and work at a marketing agency because I love the creation. And I think if you have that within you, it never goes away. Like that's just like bubbling away all the time. And I think that's evident for you. It, it doesn't matter what path you seem to go down. You're coming back to that that creation and that connection because that's what marketing really is, isn't it? It's, it's connecting with your audience. And you can do that in so many different ways. And I think for me, what I've learned over the last, I don't know, I've been growing a brand online for maybe 12 years, way before it was sexy to do, right? So, you know, it was not a thing. And actually, mine started, my experience started in network marketing, very similar to yours. And I built my brand through, ladies, I'm going to teach you how to put makeup on in five minutes. And that's what I was known for. And so my branding was very simple. It wasn't sexy. In fact, it was very unsexy. But the unsexy was the thing that made me what I became um and I think sometimes you know this whole idea and I'm sure you've got your opinion on this that marketing must always be sexy and actually I'm all up for you guerrilla marketing I want it to be as messy as hell I want you to go out there and have a good time with it because it doesn't always need to be perfectly polished it needs to demonstrate what it is you're trying to communicate with the outside world 100% Leona I think everyone's everyone wears their brand in different ways and um, I, I often have like clients who come to me and say oh but you know you've got like the yellow dress and and the bee and the honey I'm like look that's how I wear it you know this is how I wear my brand and I might uh, one day be in a glamorous yellow dress but next minute I'm most of the time trust me I'm in like my loungewear um, and I do have yellow loungewear and I do have yellow pajamas um, but <laughs> what I'm trying to um, convey is that there is no right way of doing marketing there is no one there is no perfect solution and no uh one way to to do it so as long as you're being true to yourself and you're wearing the brand the way you want to wear it so some people actually totally sell that messy look and they actually go for like messy is best and that's great if that works for your audience if that works who who you're who you're targeting brilliant obviously when i work with a lot of financial advisors depending on like the sector they're in you know if they're an accountant financial advisor i i am so you know given the theme of this podcast i'd love to mention that you know if it's about you know being rebellious i am being rebellious in that industry but in a really sophisticated way so i've got to obviously stay within compliance i've got to stay within you know the parameters but actually i am breaking the norm and i am being different because the one thing we're doing with financial services um as a sector is we're trying to humanize it we're trying to make it more accessible to everyday society and sometimes money and pensions and investments can seem really scary and it we kind of dis disassociate ourselves from it because we think oh that's just not for me I'm not going to be able to do that but actually everybody can if you've got the right guidance and advisor so that's what I'm trying to do is for uh, the everyday public to be able to see money and to be able to see financial services in a really human simple light so uh, what I have to do as part of my marketing strategy or what I teach to my advisors is just, you know, everything from relaxing their 
tone of voice and relaxing their actual um, language that they're using? You know, are they posting a lot of jargon? Um, how can they actually simplify the messaging right the way through to how they dress? Um, I often probably get a lot of um, raised eyebrows from um, from partners of partners who are like, why have you suddenly started buying new clothes and you're dressing differently uh, lately? And their answer is, well, Roz, Rosalie has told me that I miss this woman. Um, so obviously I am ruffling some feathers where I'm, you know, most of my clients are men. They're 99% of my clients are men. So I'm telling them how to dress. I'm telling them how to turn up to their video session saying, look, do not turn up in a three-piece suit. We will not be filming that. I actually see you on our Zoom calls with like a white T-shirt. Oh, I've noticed your tattoos. I think we should get that out there a bit more. So I'm really getting them massively outside their comfort zone. And that's that's fantastic because I think it is, it's about owning that. And if you are... If you are that type of person, then own that. But if you're not, and I think we feel often the need to conform. Um, and, you know, my main company that I focus on is my mum's in business company. And, you know, I've had some of my biggest clients come when I'm rocking up, doing my hair or that I'm breastfeeding my daughter or whatever it is, because they can relate to those things. They can relate to the fact that they need to build a business whilst they're doing other things. It, you know, especially when you have kids, it's a juggling. I mean it's a juggling act anyway but add in additional small humans and so it is it's just that connection piece and I love the fact that you're bringing out their personality through their branding and I think people are often so afraid of that and we've become so I hate to use the word vanilla but we've become a bit vanilla and samey samey you only have to scroll through Facebook or Instagram and it's the same and it's the same and it, you know everybody's using the same words and everybody's using the same images and it's boring I mean quite frankly it's boring and it's not attractive to people so it really is just about leaning into your strengths leaning into your personality and I love that you do that with your clients so what's next for you? Oh, what's next? Okay, so that question, if anyone can relate, um, gets asked of us when we get married, what's next? Or you have one child, what's next? Um, you have two children, what's next? Or you start a business, what's next? So it's always a what's next question. And it's not that I don't like it, and I will tell you my reasons why. Um, I'm hesitant to answer what's next because... I, I'm a goal setter. You love setting goals, Leona? Amen. Yes, I do. Yes. Um, I don't know if you believe in the universe or if you're, you have a God or... Okay. Okay. So I have set many goals. And in fact, for anyone viewing this as a video, that is my vision board behind me, right? So I've got a nice framed vision board with all the pictures of things that I have done, want to do, want to achieve, etc. But I often find that when I set myself that question, what next, and I set a goal, the universe or God has a different plan for me. And I can, with all my intention and heart, set something up. Like, for example, the reason I'm here today as Manuka Media is a total accident. That wasn't a mm -hmm. goal. That was yeah. not a goal. I was, my goals were actually to elevate further in the company that I was working for in the bank I was you know going for promotions and I was going to grow within that firm and then out of absolutely nowhere I'm furloughed and then made redundant just like that overnight and 
this was born from that accident, from that absolute blip of a year that we all had in 2020. Where What was that? But this is what happened off the back of it. So in my in my more recent years, I've become more relaxed about what's next because mm-hmm. I'm really just trying to live for the now and doing the best I possibly can right now because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, next month, next week, next year. I have no idea. But I do obviously have my my mind set on something, you know, strategically as a business owner, obviously I've got to think about what's next. So we've just had, oh, and the other thing I want to mention, sorry, as well as goal setting is it's taken me 12 years to get to where I am today. Yeah. And I want people to understand that because I don't want them to think, oh, well, she just got made for that. Cause I hate these stories when you like listen to someone, they're like, yeah, so one day I just started a business and now I'm in like seven figures, you know, like just easy. And you're like, no, it couldn't have been. I need people to understand very, very clearly that I have been hustling for 12 years. I've many times across those 12 years, I've actually been handling four jobs at a time, not for money, but for learning. So I've had like a main job that brings in the money, pays the bills and my lifestyle and then working evenings, working weekends. There was a whole year, especially network marketing. Oh, my Jesus. Network marketing. I mean, whoever saw my family because I was either going to conferences and events on a Saturday Sunday I was going to Vegas five times in that whole like once a year so I was working so 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 hard to learn how to become a business owner to learn what it takes to to be uh, a boss or to be a a a business owner yeah and that's where I am today so I'm to be honest I'm just taking it in my stride and learning do you know, but I, I do absolutely love that. So for me, whenever somebody asks me, you know, what's next? For me, it's always an evolutionary process. It is, yes, absolutely. I have goals. Yes, I have vision. Yes, I have mission. But it's also understanding and trusting the, the evolving, navigating, learning and lessons that we have that are kind of, you know, placed in our path or we, we uh, you know, we are subject to sometimes along the way and so it is yeah I'm very I'm very focused forward but I I absolutely love your response there because it is it is those things and it is sometimes you you set out to do one thing and actually you 18 months down the line you're doing something very very different and I think that's the fun I think we're in such an exciting point in time where we have the opportunity to renegotiate and navigate our life in a very different way quite quickly and yes the joke I am 100% behind you I've been hustling for also a very long time and like I said I've been building my brand for 12 years which was way before it was cool I mean really nobody else was doing it and but there are certain things that have unlocked overnight and so when people say only oh, was an overnight success no I, I studied media at 19 I'm nearly 38 years old it's nearly 20 years you know and so I've been in this space for a very long time and I've also learned a lot and failed a lot and fallen a lot and had lessons and you know made mistakes along the way so it is it's that consistent learning consistently navigating you know taking jobs just to learn taking opportunities just to learn it's not always about the money it's about the experience or it's about the networking or it's about the connection or it's about the you know what can I take in this experience to move me forward so yeah absolutely I'm behind all of that because I think those things are the things that people don't see and they don't they 
you know, they see the surface stuff and the shiny and the, you know, the events and the, oh, it's amazing, schmoozy, schmoozy, party, party. Uh, yeah, great. But that's not, that's not 98% of it. It is, your 98% is your loungewear and your typing and, you, you know, you're pulling your hair out or something. It's not glamorous, Leona, as you said. It's just not glamorous. What what you do behind the scenes versus what people see on stage or what people see at an event or on social media. And I do try to share that element of it so, so much. I do say, like, on social media, I do share the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, when I'm down, I'm down. When I'm up, I'm up. But, you know, I do share as much as I possibly can about it all. But, um, you know, people don't see that I was... Um, till 9 p.m. at night last night trying to figure something out on this annoying website I was like how do you do this and I just you know it, it, you're sitting there and you're thinking it shouldn't be this hard surely I'm not the only one struggling with this and you know I'm trying to sell like a course for the first time because all my work has been one-to-one -one with clients but I'm starting to put on like events and sell stuff online so now I'm going into I'm switching into product sales where I'm actually yeah. selling a product on my website I've never done that before guys so now I'm learning like what would I want to do? So I'm like looking at other people, you know, seeing how we can repeat success. And I'm saying, right, okay, so they've got this on their website. Oh, we need to put the T's and C's. We absolutely cannot ask for payment without putting the T's and C's on the website. But no one told me that. I was just, it was just intuition. It's just something that you learn organically over, over time. But then it, the challenge was, how do I put that in the details whilst people are paying on Stripe. How, do you see what I mean? It was like all these nuts and bolts that I was like, oh my gosh, I think we need this, but how? And so yeah. that's all the stuff I'm still going through. Um, so, so, yeah, there's always a learning curve. There's always something to learn. So what's next is I've got to keep learning. Yeah, always keep learning. I think you there's never is, there's not a destination. It's just a journey. I mean, it really is a journey and it's just riding the waves of that journey. Um, and it's all, and I think it's being open to learning. I think sometimes, you know, when stuff happens, we come a little bit more closed off or we think we've got it all together and then something happens and bam, you realize, hello girl, get back in your lane and get back to work because you've got learning still to do. It's like, all right, I Absolutely. see you. <laughs> I need to keep working on this thing. So yeah. I just want to say thank you for spending your time with us today. I really appreciate you. I am oh, a pleasure, um, honey, honestly. Honestly, you're an amazing, amazing woman and you have lots and lots to give to to the world, I believe. And um I appreciate you very much. Where can everybody find you before you go? Thank you, Leona. I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for having me on the show, for, you know, welcoming me with such a big heart, um, even though we've only known each other for a very, very short time. So I really appreciate that. Um, connection and hopefully today has been helpful for your audience as well um, if people want to connect with me then I'm on Instagram as Rosalia Lazara um, and also as Manuka Media so I'm sure Leona will like type no, it out spell it out because my name is Yes, uh, LinkedIn is also a really, really good place to find me again as Rosalia Lazara. Um, so yeah, that's that's where you can find me all, all over socials all over the place absolutely i love it thank you so much for your time i appreciate you thank you so much leona take care and that concludes today's episode with me leona burton you have been listening to the rebel influencer podcast wow what an episode before you go i'd just like to say a massive thank you to peaks private members club for their sponsorship just remember peaks isn't just about events 
It is about creating an environment where entrepreneurs who are serious about scaling their business coming together with a focus on mastermind sessions, unique mentoring, and deep, meaningful connections and conversations. Peaks is about redefining the entrepreneurial journey. Discover more at peaksprivatemembersclub.com and make sure you go and follow Nicola Peak on Facebook or any of her other socials. For our listeners, Peaks is offering a special opportunity. Reach out to Nicola and mention my Rebel podcast and you'll be in to receive an exclusive discount.